You're listening to the Telltale Channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, don't forget to check out my Patreon. And take a look at my other YouTube channels too. You can find some ad-free, uncensored, complete versions of my videos on my website, owenmorgan.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for my email list to get early access to everything I release. All links are in the description. In this podcast, we're going to talk about Trump's fourth indictment, mugshot, and arrest. This is getting wild. Trump prophet Amanda Grace giving a bizarre prayer at the Reawaken America tour in Sin City, Las Vegas. Trump pastor Johnny Enloe's absolute inability to realize that Trump was a con man all along. Dude got suckered and refuses to accept it. We also take voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is 1-800-701-8573. We are losing our country because of big tech election interference. And I am pleading with the Republican Party to please start taking this issue seriously. If you don't know who this is, this is Laura Loomer, a Nazi. And uh, she, well, effectively a Nazi. You know, she sides with Nazi ideologies. She has friends who are Nazis. She attends conferences that are run by Nazis, that type of thing. Although she is actually Jewish. But, of course, the Nazis would say she's one of the good Jews, quote-unquote. You know how it goes. So, anyway, she ran for office in Florida and lost a while back. And this is her crying because she lost. I just eat these tears up, man. I love it to death. Let's listen to a voicemail I got about Laura Loomer because she's into some stuff, apparently. She got into a bunch of shenaniganery recently with Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're going to watch that clip. But let's lead it up with a voicemail from somebody. Check it out. Hey, on Guy on Book, Illinois. It gets better and better. On a, uh, I caught a YouTube clip, Politics by Tabitha. And uh, it sh- shows uh, Laura Loomer on her uh, uh, <clears throat> ex account calling out Marjorie Taylor Greene for saying that uh, no MAGA people should show up at the Fulton County Jail. And she shows up there. Okay, so if you're uh, try to provide some context to this, Fulton County Jail just got 19 new inmates, basically. Donald Trump being one of them, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, there are a whole bunch of whoever was involved in the conspiracy to send a slate of fake electors to the, uh, you know, to Congress when they were trying to certify the election. Those people were arrested for racketeering they were arrested under the rico act and a whole bunch of other things anyways again trump got his mug shot taken if you haven't seen that it's actually pretty glorious yeah here's the uh here's the mug shot if, if you haven't seen it this is uh donald trump's mug shot it's pretty fantastic anyways so apparently marjorie taylor green asked maga people who she loosely kind of controls a little bit in trump's stead not to show up to the Fulton County Jail to protest? I, am I understanding correctly? Calling out Marjorie Taylor Greene for saying that uh, no MAGA people should show up at the Fulton County Jail. And- right, so Laura Loomer is a massive Trump person, and she called out Marjorie Taylor Greene for saying nobody should show up to the Fulton County Jail to protest because it's, you know, it's a dangerous situation, basically, for everybody if they do. She shows up there. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene showed up there, and it was a little bit of a scandal. So as it happens, I got video of what you're talking about here. It's a pretty long video, so we're not going to watch the whole thing. Just watch a second of it here. Notice at the bottom it says, this is Loomer Unleashed. It says, peaceful rally 
to support President Trump. Peaceful rally, I bet. Are we talking January 6th peaceful or another type of peaceful? And help America. So go tell Kevin McCarthy to endorse him. Your best buddy, Marjorie. Go tell Kevin McCarthy to endorse him. Oh, she, okay, so Loomer is harassing Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene is trying to give an interview to the press, and Loomer is standing in the background just heckling the shit out of her right now. You know the guy that you shield for for Speaker of the House? The guy that disavowed President Trump after day six? What happened to the space Loomer really does not like Marjorie Taylor Greene because, again, she made a deal with Kevin McCarthy to make him Speaker of the House against the interests of the Freedom Caucus, which make up somewhere in the vicinity of like 20 people. Matt Gates, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Andy Biggs, a whole bunch of other congressmen, basically. And they were holding up the vote, refusing to allow Kevin McCarthy to become speaker unless he agreed to all this crazy stuff. And Loomer is basically heckling Marjorie Taylor Greene for making the deal. She's part of the Freedom Caucus, and she helped facilitate the deal with the Freedom Caucus to get McCarthy into a position of power. Even though Trump himself endorsed McCarthy for speaker. It's insane. Wow. Do you remember that, Marjorie? Oh, that back here. You heard it there she goes. Ignored real media and then ran away like a coward. Ignored real media and ran away like a coward. Well, I'm sure people don't like being heckled. Ignored the people that she used and then ran away like a Kevin McCoward. Like a Kevin McCoward, okay. Come on, Marjorie! And she's just following Marjorie Taylor Greene around heckling her. Seriously, like, nobody wants this. Why are you, why are you like this? Is it because you cried in front of a bunch of people when you lost your election? Is that what made you like this? We're going to watch the rest of that, by the way. To talk a bunch of shit online, but when you're asked in person, you want to run and hide, Marjorie. They were literally running away. Marjorie, Whoa, base, run it, base, let's go. Okay, I don't know what is going on with their stream, but it, it keeps freezing like randomly. It's bizarre, and then just going back and forth. Are they calling her Large Marge? She's 5'3. What are they talking about? Large Marge. I mean, it would be funny if it made any sense. Even then, it wouldn't be funny, but it doesn't even make sense. Like, what, are, what is he laughing at? I don't understand. They called Marjorie Taylor Greene Large Marge. What's funny about that? She works out. She doesn't have any kind of... Uh, she has no weight issues whatsoever, and she's even 5'3". She's very short. It doesn't apply to her at all, the name. Why is this dude literally red from laughing at the name? Dude, these people need help. Large Marge, hashtag Large Marge Jack. I sent her husband a street. A shirt said Christian Nazareth. So, anyways, yeah, Laura Loomer, she heckled 
uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene at this rally basically for no reason. Like, there's no point behind this. You were just being difficult for no reason, right? Anyway, that was only one half of the voicemail. There's more to the voicemail. I wanted to listen to the rest of it. Check it out. And she shows up there so she can, you know, cry. and Laura Loomer, the, uh, the MAGA loony who just got put back on X after being banned from all social media is a, is a mortal enemy of uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, even though they're both extreme MAGA. And she- yeah, they're extreme nutcases, both of them. I, I, I'm kind of blown away that they're not on each other's side. It's like Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. They hate each other, apparently. They cannot stand each other. Apparently, it's kind of on Lauren Boebert's side. Because she feels like every stupid thing that Marjorie Taylor Greene says or does reflects back on her, like the space laser thing or whatever. And Lauren Boebert realizes she will never be taken seriously when she's affiliated in any way with Marjorie Taylor Greene. So she's trying to create that division. In reality, they're both MAGA nutcases. Everybody we're talking about here, Laura Loomer included, are all MAGA nutcases. They're all just as crazy to me. I don't see a distinction here at all. He's attacking you. It's hilarious. I love it. More proof. R.I.P. GOP 2023. They're eating themselves alive. Yeah, so this guy Young, he calls in a lot, and he is under the belief, I, I think I agree with him, the Republican Party is eating itself alive right now because half of it doesn't want Trump and the other half does want Trump. And there is no compromise to be had here. So the Republican Party is going to fail miserably because Trump is a part, because he's involved in any of this, first of all. And second, we could see the results play out right in front of us in the 2022 midterm elections. We know that every candidate who was endorsed by Trump or or who talked about how great Trump was or whatever, just about, what was it? Every candidate who talked about Trump and how great he was lost or something like that in the midterms. I forget exactly what the statistic was, but a lot of people, hang on, let me find the statistic. So there's a difference between a Trump endorsed candidate and a candidate who endorses Trump. If you think about it, I could endorse Bernie Sanders and it's not Thanks to me that Bernie Sanders wins his election. You know, anybody can endorse anybody and it has nothing to do with whether or not that person wins or it may not have anything to do with it. Right. So we're not looking at how many people Trump endorsed and then got to win. We're really looking at how many people have formed their personality around being Trump extremists and won. And the number is basically zero in the 2022 midterms. Of course, this is forever ago. But Donald Trump being affiliated with the party is destroying the party from the inside. And it's fantastic to see. Again, you need to vote. Don't take this as a sign that you don't need to. You must. It's extremely important you get out there and vote. Vote, vote, vote. Especially Gen Z people, you did a good job in the 2022 midterms. Get out there and vote, people, okay? Vote like your life depends on it because it might for real. Somebody's life does depend on your vote. Anyways, I wanted to uh, listen to Laura Loomer cry when she lost her election because I just eat this up, dude. I love it. I love this to death. Like I said, she's effectively a Nazi. Yes, she's Jewish. She's a fan of Kanye West also. Remember Kanye West and the things he said, right? 
right, this one will do. Uh, Kanye West goes on Alex Jones. Again, Laura Loomer, close friends with Kanye West, agrees with him ideologically. Kanye West goes on Alex Jones's show and says this. Al I'm sorry, Kanye West is wearing a mask, by the way, uh, but it's Kanye. You can hear this, the voice. Seriously, I've, I've really studied a lot of history. Plus, I had family that was there. And so, I mean, I, I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the, uh, the Hugo Boss uniforms, amazing. The Nazi uniforms, what he's really referring to. Nazi uniforms were not amazing. They were not. And Hugo Boss is a brand in Germany now. I, I, I don't know if they created the Nazi uniform. I, I'm not even sure about that. Probably not. But I think he's claiming that, that it's kind of modeled after like that style. No, they're not amazing. I'm sorry, they're not. I'm not giving him anything here. Get the uh, the Hugo Boss uniforms, amazing. Uh, but I mean, just because you're in love with the design, you're a designer. Can we just kind of say like you like the you like the uniforms? But that's about no, it. No, we we no. I, there, there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. A lot of things. Hey. Oh boy. Off to crazy town. Again, that's not even the worst thing that he said. That's just the first video that I saw clicked up. Anyway, close friends with Laura Loomer. Seriously, Kanye West and Laura Loomer are like this. No joke. So she runs in Florida as a Republican, of course, and loses and then blames election fraud. Well, who defrauded you, Laura? It had to have been the Republican Party, right? So she blames Republicans for being defrauded when in reality she lives in a fantasy. She wasn't defrauded. She's just not popular. People don't like you. That happens from time to time. And I am pleading with the Republican Party to please start taking this issue seriously. Please. Because the American people deserve representation. And that's, a, that's why I ran for Congress in 2020. It's why I ran for Congress in 2022. And it's why I'm going to keep fighting for all of you. I'm never going to. Oh, those are all Nazis cheering in the crowd, by the way. Anyway, it's just awful, dude. Laura, Lo there is no more self-hating, disgusting person than Laura Loomer. So, yeah, I eat it up when I see somebody like this crying. Absolutely. Love it. Want more of it. Want to see more. Absolutely. Every time I see something like this, I lock it away in my memory and save it for a rainy day. And anytime I'm feeling down, just watch her cry over her election loss. This Watch this Nazi, effectively Nazi, cry over her election loss. It cheers me up a little. In 2022, and it's why I'm going to keep fighting for all She's just, everything about her is just terrible because she's a Nazi. It's just disgusting, dude. And when I say Nazi, I'm not being hyperbolic here. So there are, I know there are people on the left that call everybody a Nazi, you know, if you don't accept uh, intersectionalism and feminism and whatever then you're a nazi no i mean she loves hitler seriously here's another clip from her this is on killstream this was from uh mid-august 2022 when this one came out i'm a really big supporter of the christian nationalist movement i support christians again she claims to be jewish why is she a supporter of the christian nationalist movement I'm going to fight for Christians. I'm going to fight for white people. I'm going to fight for, you know, nationalist movements. I'm going to fight against the uh, the anti-white racism that is being, uh, you know, perpetuated. I'm gonna fight. There is no anti-white racism being perpetuated. 
Laura. Patuated. I'm going to fight for all Americans, really. All freedom-loving Americans. Um, oh, there you go. She qualified it. She started out by saying all Americans. And by the end of the sentence, she said all freedom-loving Americans. That means if you don't agree with her ideology, she counts you out. Um, regardless of their background. But there is clearly a war on white people. There's No, there isn't. Clearly a war on Christianity in this country. No. Even though I am Jewish, I'm still going to fight for Christian nationalists. And I see what I said. Like, I, I think she's just using her identity as a Jewish person, if that's even true, as a bludgeon against other people. She's using it as a weapon. You know, she's the token good Jew that Nazis can hold up as a bastion of what Jews should be. It's just disgusting, dude. It's so, so wrong. I find that most of my friends and most of my allies and most of the people who I associate these days uh, with are Christian nationalists. Knock me over with the feather. Really? The people you associate with are Christian nationalists? Uh, Color me surprised. I didn't see that coming. That that honestly surprised the heck out of me. Anyway, that's Laura Loomer. That's Laura Loomer crying. And that's Laura Loomer heckling and harassing Marjorie Taylor Greene. As Guy Young said, I love to see these people eat each other alive. It brings me joy. It gives me sustenance at the end of the day. I love it to death. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. Baby whose parents refused blood from vaccinated donors undergoes life-saving heart surgery. So basically, this baby needed a heart surgery immediately. And heart surgery usually entails a blood transfusion because, you're, you know, your heart's pumping and it's squirting blood out all over the place and everything. You, they got to replace it, obviously, right? Well, you got this baby who needs this, this blood transfusion for this heart transplant, and the parents said, we will not get... This transplant, unless you agree to give us unvaccinated blood only. And of course, doctor said, well, it doesn't really work like that. Vaccines are filtered out of the blood within days anyways. What the hell is wrong with you? Your baby is about to die. The court ordered that the baby receive the surgery and the transfusion anyways, which sometimes happens with Jehovah's Witnesses. They reject blood transfusions too, and on occasion... Courts can act quickly enough to save a Jehovah's Witness's life. Sometimes it just kind of depends. When I was a kid, my dad was 100% prepared to die for his religion. Surprisingly, he needed a quadruple bypass and was refusing a blood transfusion. And no doctor from here to Texas would give him a quadruple bypass with no blood transfusion. Except one guy said, you know what, I can, I think that I can solve the problem or at least mitigate the issue by putting in some stints. So that's what they did. They put stints in and it, it, you know, it solved the problem mostly for the moment. He did eventually need to get that bypass. And I believe he did get that bypass without a transfusion for real. But uh, yeah, people are weird about this. I don't understand, man. A six-month-old baby whose parents refused to allow him to undergo life-saving heart surgery using blood from people vaccinated against COVID-19 
has been operated on in a New Zealand hospital. This is from uh, December 9th, 2022. Earlier this week, a judge ruled that the boy, who cannot be identified for legal reasons, understandable, would remain under the court's guardianship until he'd recovered from the surgery. That's good. Maybe he should remain under the court's guardianship permanently and away from those psychotic parents. The court also appointed two doctors as its agents to oversee issues around the operation and the administration of blood, according to the court documents. The baby has a congenital heart defect and needed urgent open-heart surgery to survive, but the operation was delayed by his parents' insistence that only blood from donors not vaccinated against COVID be used. Speaking to CNN affiliate Radio New Zealand, RNZ, on Friday, the parents' lawyer, Sue Gray, confirmed that they had texted her to say the surgery was complete and that their son was doing well. That's sad, man. People will deny life-saving treatments for all kinds of stuff, but when you get children into the mix, it's just, you know, that's where it gets wrong. You want to be an idiot and refuse a, a quadruple bypass? It's not even idiocy, honestly. It's brainwashing. But you can't do that shit to kids, man. It's not okay. You know? It's really sad. Somebody asked if the parents were arrested. I don't believe so. I just, like, I don't even know what kind of ads I'm getting here. These are just straight-up confusing, disturbing ads that I'm getting here. Like, what? I got an ad for a chair? 50% off? Have I? I don't remember buying a chair in the past three years have i even purchased a chair like this in three years why are they giving me this ad right now god they're shoving it down my throat too this is a lot they really want me to have that chair anyway sad stuff man at least the baby survived at least the baby got the treatment that it needed no thanks to the parents people will do some psychotic shit for their ideologies up to and including sacrificing their own children their own children's lives and they don't have to sad let me know what you think Next, we're going to talk about Trump's fourth indictment, mugshot, and arrest. This is getting wild. We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description. This is Donald Trump's mugshot, as I'm sure pretty much everybody has seen at this point. Absolutely love it. Love it to death. From my understanding, he said jail was not pleasant. His supporters are going absolutely bananas. I don't know what else to call it. It's bananas. So I wanted to talk about how some of his supporters are reacting to this. Spoiler alert, it's not well. And uh, it's deeply entertaining. So uh, check this out. This is Stu Peters. So Stu Peters used to be a bounty hunter and eventually gave that up to be a talk show host. And he's actually extremely well-known, extremely influential. You may not have heard of him, but trust me, the far right has. He is significantly more influential than I am by, like, a mile. He's extremely influential. He had some things to say about Fannie Willis, who is the person who indicted Trump in the first place. This is her right here on the right. Let's listen to what Stu Peters, Trump sycophant, had to say about Fannie Willis. Mid-August 2023. Check this out. This demands action, and it demands it right now. Of course, Trump's um, arrest and indictment and all that other good stuff, mugshotting, whatever. So if you live in Georgia, here's what you demand. A special session of the Georgia legislature immediately. 
Special session of the Georgia legislature. Okay, not sure what that'd do, but all right, I'm with you. Defund the Fulton County DA's office and remove Fannie Willis from power immediately. And if a judge tries to stop you, ignore them. Oh, so just ignore the law. That's what he's saying. Ignore the law. Ignore them. Use the law to your advantage as far as it'll take you and then ignore it the rest of the way. You know the last time, well, to my knowledge, one of the most notable times a president ignored the Supreme Court was Andrew Jackson in the 19 or I'm sorry the 1840s the Supreme Court decided that Native Americans were men and could not be taken off their land like that not not by force like that and Andrew Jackson said okay well enforce it then and then he committed the genocide that is known as the Trail of Tears really so anyways that's the last time that happened I guess Stu Peters is calling for that type of event again, seems to me, right? Since his god-emperor, as he calls him, Geotis, god-emperor of the United States, since Geotis has been arrested and mugshotted and everything, he's calling for, well, I guess a new trail of tears, right? Except instead of Native Americans, it's for the left. People to the left of hunting the homeless for sport, apparently. In every other red state, here's what you demand. Okay. Cease all cooperation with the federal government on anything. Okay. Hey, great. You know what? Red states want to secede? Give it a shot. See how that goes for you. The red states, or people like Stu Peters, seem to think that when they come out on the other side, they're the ones that are going to have the treaties with all of these countries. They're going to control the Federal Reserve, and they're going to control everything else, the currency and all that other stuff. No. I hate to break it to you, Stu, but blue states subsidize red states. Red states are broke as shit. The only reason Mississippi can continue to be fucking morons in their legislature is because California is exporting more than small countries and sending money back to the federal government, which is then sent to the idiots at the legislature in Mississippi. So go ahead, Mississippi. Be my guest. Secede. In all seriousness, if they tried to secede, the federal government would send the military in to kick out everybody in the legislature and replace them with somebody that was not committing treason or not willing to commit treason. They'd hold new elections of people who had not committed treason at least up to that point. That's how it would go, actually. Any red states try to secede, oh boy, I'm hoping that happens. Just, you know what, in retrospect, go ahead, please. I am begging you. I would love to see that happen. So he says red states should just not cooperate with the federal government. Okay, go nuts, yes. In every other red state, here's what you demand. Cease all cooperation with the federal government on anything, immediately. Okay. I'm, I'm so down. You have no idea how down I am to see this happen. No cooperation on any law enforcement. Wait, no cooperation on any law enforcement. I'm not 100% sure what that means, but okay. No providing any requested federal data. Treat the Biden regime as, at best, an occupying power in a conquered land. Be defiant. Well... 
if you did do that, you actually would be an occupied power in a conquered land. And uh, trust me, you don't want that. You know all these people, all these right-wing nutcases who hoard guns and all that stuff, are always talking about civil war and all of that, glorifying it like it would be the, the, the best thing since sliced bread to have a civil war. I would put money on the fact that the vast majority of the people who want that civil war have never actually been in a war before. People who were actually in a war, who were standing next to their friend when their friend's leg was blown off by a, a landmine, people who watched their best friend get shot right between the eyes, standing right next to them, shot right between the eyes and watched the light go out. Those people don't want a civil war because they know how horrific war is. You can tell that this Jagoff, that's J-A-G-O-F-F, YouTube, don't demonetize me, this Jagoff has never been in a war in his life and has no idea what he's looking forward to right now. But, you know, go ahead. Keep uh, calling for it. I think it'll put people to the left of hunting the homeless for sport in a better position, ultimately. So go ahead, yes. I'm so down. God, I can't get past that mugshot. I love it to death, dude. Sadly, I think Trump supporters love it to death, too. So everybody seems to love this thing because it's like a symbol of power. Like when Tupac was arrested. I'm not joking. That's what I've heard Trump supporters say. This is like when Tupac was arrested. Just painfully stupid. Painfully stupid. So anyways, I guess they view Trump being arrested and his mugshot as a symbol of power or some other nonsense. I'm just glad he's facing some accountability, honestly. Anyway, interestingly enough, Steve Bannon's been talking about this, too, and he got this guy on, on the left here, that's going to tell us about this evidence that he has that Trump was right all along, right? Okay, great. Hey, you've got evidence. That's what I need. Let's see it, right? All right, let's see what he has to show us. This is late August 2023. In your mind, and do you believe you have the evidence you can show the American people? that the election in Georgia yes. was stolen, sir. He says, yes, okay, we've got the evidence, fantastic. That's all I've been looking for this whole time. Just give me the evidence. And you suddenly got a believer like that. Really? Yes, uh, President Trump was right. Uh, Catherine spent, you know, she's been- uh, by the way, people talking about the word Jagoff, J-A-G-O-F-F. -F. I think it's a word that I picked up long before moving to New York City. But it's a kind of a New York City word, or it's a word that I've heard in New York City. You friggin' Jagoff, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Sorry, let's keep listening here. Okay, so he says he's got the evidence. Yes. Uh, President Trump was right. Uh, Catherine spent... You know, she's been, uh, most people don't know this about Catherine. Okay, I don't know who Catherine is or why I should care, but all right, let him cook. I'm standing with him. He's about to give us the evidence. She's a perfectionist. And so uh, as we're approaching all of our research and all of the things we do, uh, Catherine, um, you know, insists on, you know, her, her mantra with us is, you can't be wrong. You can't. Okay, so this guy apparently researches things, don't know what exactly, but... All right, I'm with you, and he has somebody behind him saying you can't be wrong. Okay, go on. Be wrong, you can't be wrong. Uh, I mean, he's going to show us the evidence at some point, right? We're going to see the evidence, aren't we? 
That's all I need. And so I, I assumed that at the end of this clip, we were all going to be Trump supporters. So I'm just, you know, I'm sitting here waiting for the evidence. Any second, right? All right. Let's keep listening. Maybe, you know, we just haven't hit that part yet. And with everything that's been going on for the last couple of years, we finally sat down after the Trump indictments here last week or so. Um, last Friday, we finally sat down for... Okay, I don't know who we is. I'm assuming it's uh, this guy, Greg Phillips, whoever that is, and this person, Catherine. Okay, Greg and Catherine sit down together. Go on. Three days in a row and really built the timeline around this. And what we found was so shocking and sh so stunning. Uh, we announced parts of it on Catherine's uh, show on. Wow, sounds important. Again, all you need to do is show me and I'm a believer. So is everybody in the chat. Just give me a little evidence. Monday night. And uh, we just wanted to get with you, Steve, and, and uh, really walk you through the heart. Uh, when we say President Trump was right, what I'm saying is he had the courage and the discernment to understand that he shouldn't be listening to the Bill Bars of the world, the Brad Raffensburgers of the world. Okay. It's become clear to me that this guy doesn't have a lick of evidence. He just wants to talk about how great Trump is because he pivoted from explaining that he had evidence to show us into talking about how great Trump is. The world and all of these folks and he was listening to people. We look back at the transcripts of that call, and we see some specific... Of what call exactly? Like, there were 16 different calls that Trump made that were questionable and may, you know, be... You know, one of them got him impeached. One of them is, has gotten him indicted. I mean, which call are we talking about? The impeachment one or the indictment one? And we see some specific and absolute lies that were told to him. Um, and... So, okay, well, I guess that just means we're never getting the evidence. Okay, fantastic. Well, you had an opportunity, Steve Bannon and whoever the hell this Greg Phillips guy is, to turn thousands of people into Trump supporters. That is all I need is evidence. That's all any of us need, right? I'm willing to believe whatever it is, as long as we get some evidence. But isn't it weird to anybody else that that evidence is never forthcoming? They are crying about the fact that their god emperor, Geotis, god emperor of the United States, got mugshotted for committing a crime. But for some reason, they can't manage to turn up any evidence of his innocence. They can't turn up any evidence that the election really was stolen or anything. Now, Trump likes to, uh, for the record, this was for... I, I believe this indictment was for trying to overturn the election specifically. Now, in the indictment, it says, I think page one or two, it says, you are allowed to lie if you want and claim that you won. That is not against the law. You can use your freedom of speech to make any claims that you want about the election. But the moment you tell other people or you organize this effort to send fake slates of electors to show up to Congress to vote for Donald Trump instead of the actual electors. That's a conspiracy, and that crosses into criminal territory, and that's exactly what Trump did. So he's free to use his First Amendment right, his freedom of speech, up until that freedom of speech is used to instruct somebody to do a crime for him, which is what happened.
Anyways, our old buddy Candace Taylor, I don't know if you know her. If you don't, you will in a second. She uh, she ran for governor of Georgia in the primaries and lost to a Republican. She's a Republican. She was in a Republican race, lost that Republican race, and of course claims that the Republicans cheated. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. She's got some things to say about Donald Trump's indictment. She is miffed and she wants to express that to everybody around her okay mid-august 2023 this is after trump's indictment this is treason this is a hijacking of our country this is war and i hope and pray it gets resolved before we use guns i really do i do not want to see bloodshed in america but we're at war right now a war for our freedom freedom of speech which is trampled on in georgia we had that Okay, um, once again, that is completely psychotic, okay? Like I said, if you've been in a war and watched the light go out of your friend's eyes next to you, you'll do anything to avoid it. People who have actually seen war do not want it. They don't want it. They're horrified by the possibility that there might be war, especially war as ugly as another civil war. The civil war was like brother against brother. It was horrific in its own right. I mean, World War II was bad. You think World War II was bad? Brother was pitted against brother in the civil war. It was ugly. And this person who has certainly never been in a war in her entire life is encouraging mass bloodshed here and pretending that she's not. And what was that she said at the end there? Our freedom. Freedom of speech, which is trampled on in Georgia. No, Trump's freedom of speech is not trampled on. He is free to lie about winning the election to his heart's content. Like I said, he's allowed to say anything he wants about the election up to the point that he's organizing a criminal conspiracy to steal the election. He can't use his speech to organize a criminal conspiracy, which is what he did. So sorry. Sorry, Candace. Not getting away with that one. Oh, boy, if you don't know who Candace Taylor is, just wait. Just wait. We had that DA in Fulton County that just filed 19 indictment, 19 people indictments. She had some of the indictments. People had 10 indictments. So she oh, yes, there were 19 people, okay? This is not the only mugshot we got our hands on. We got some really juicy ones. So as far as I can tell, um, I'm going to move around so you guys can see everybody. This is everybody involved in the conspiracy that was indicted or arrested or whatever in Fulton County, at least so far. I, I'm not sure if there will be more. Let's see, how many is this? Uh, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18. Uh, wait, that's not exactly straight. So 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah, okay, so it's 19, looks like. It's 19 people. I recognize a few faces. We've got Jenna Ellis right here. We've got Donald Trump right here. I think this is Mark Meadows, Rudy Giuliani. I could be wrong on some of these. Forgive me if I am. Sidney Powell, um, let's see. I'm not sure who this guy is, but he's cheesing, so. I'm not sure who this guy is either. I'm not sure who a lot of these people are weird. This guy is at least pretending to be a pastor. That Why does that not surprise me? Anyway, so those are the, uh, <laughs> those are the indictments we got. I love it to death, dude. It's fantastic. Just fantastic. I I'm just eating this up. So that's who old Candace Taylor is talking about, the, uh, the, the indicted people.
She had some of the indictments, people had 10 indictments. So she just filed, filed all these charges on electors, on President Trump, on his attorneys, on innocent people. who. Oh, they're not innocent. By no stretch of the imagination are these people innocent at all. Are questioning with their, they have a right to question right. the validity of an election with as many issues as we had in 2020. We have all the evidence. Isn't it weird that Candace Taylor here isn't in jail? Why isn't she being indicted? She's been one of the most vocal people about the election being stolen or whatever other nonsense. You know who else has been really, really vocal about the election being stolen? Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland was. Um, George Peterson. He is Kenneth Copeland's son-in-law, married to his daughter. Or George Pearson's plural, apparently. His name ends with an S. Or does it? I'm not sure. Let me, let's see. Okay, yeah, it is plural. <laughs> it's not plural. It's just, uh, it ends with an S. I mean, George Pearson's, Kenneth Copeland's son-in-law, Kenneth Copeland himself, Hank Kuhneman, Gene Bailey. I mean, I could go down the list of televangelists who claimed that, you know, this election was going to Trump and then claimed it was stolen and they weren't wrong. They were correct all along after Trump lost, right? This afternoon, I'm in the kitchen and I'm fixing something to eat. Pastor Terry and I are talking about the election and just a different... Pastor Terry is Kenneth Copeland's daughter, Terry Copeland Pearson's. Things that are happening, and for a moment I got quiet, and I heard the voice of the Lord. And do you know what he said? Watch me work? No, he said, I got this. Ooh. So God says, I've got this. I'm going to make this happen. Trump is going to be the president again. You just wait. And it's going to be before 2024. Just absurd, dude. These people live in a fantasy land, for real. So why isn't George Pearson's in jail? Why isn't Candace Taylor in jail? Why aren't all these other people in jail? Why is it that it's only these guys, these 19 right here, that were put in jail? You know why? Because they were part of a criminal conspiracy to commit election fraud. That's why. It's not about free speech. Everybody's free speech is still upheld and protected. It's about criminal conspiracy. Now, Candace Taylor here has made a point of using her free speech to show how much of a fool she is and, you know, honestly, how much of a gullible sucker she is and claimed the election was stolen. But the, as far as anyone can tell, that's as far as it went for her. So she hasn't broken any laws because we have freedom of speech in this country. Jesus, we had in 2020. We have all the evidence. But no, we don't. We have zero evidence. Nobody will hear it. And if something does not... Well, tell me. Tell me. You've got a captive audience right now. You've got thousands of people watching, Candace. Give me the evidence right now. This is your opportunity right here. I said the same thing earlier. Please give me the evidence and you'll have thousands of believers. With their, They have a right to question right. the validity of an election with as many issues as we had in 2020. We have all the evidence, but nobody will hear it. And if something does not give and the people do not take back control and get these crooked people out, we will be in a very bad war. We're at war now. Again, calling out to war, proof that she's never been in a war before. People who have don't want it. It's an information war. It's an information war. And I hope that it stays there and we get it resolved. Just disgusting, dude. Candace Taylor is an absolutely ter terrible person. If you don't know who she is, this is her 
going on a Flat Earthers TV show late May 2023. She, of course, she denied being a Flat Earther like a week later or something like that, but I, it doesn't get much clearer than that. She was endorsing them. Okay, this is her show, and she brought the Flat Earthers on her set, okay? Lending them credibility effectively. More and more, I'm like, it doesn't make sense. So is it or not? I don't know 100%, but it's just, it doesn't make sense the other way. It, now that you see it. It, it doesn't make sense the other way. She's saying it doesn't make sense to have a globe. She's saying it must be flat because it just doesn't make sense to have a globe. The people that defend the globe don't know anything about the globe because I know they're they're globe heads. They're idiots, right? What a bunch of fools. If they knew a tenth of what Matt and I know about the globe, they would be flat earthers because Oh dude, I love it. I love it to death. Globe heads are idiots. If they knew as much as we knew, they'd be flat earthers. <laughs> okay. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I can't unsee this. All the globes everywhere. I turn on TV. There's globes in the background. There's globes on there right here. Like this would be a globe if I was a normal person. Like, well, at least she realizes she's not a normal person, right? So she's pointing out all the globes. Why? Why are there so many globes everywhere? Why? It's propaganda. I'm telling you, it's propaganda. Globe head propaganda by the by big airline and by big telescope and by big NASA and by big satellite and by big everybody. They're all out to get us. Why? Everywhere there's globes. You see them all the time. I mean, it's constant. My children will be like, Mama, globe, 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 globe. Oh, please don't tell me she's turned her kids into flat earthers. They're everywhere. And that's what they do to brainwash. And so for me, if it is not a conspiracy, if it is, you know, real, why are you pushing so hard everywhere I go, every store, you buy a globe, there's globes everywhere, every movie, every TV show, news media. Why? Why? I love it, dude. <laughs> I got to get that on a soundboard. Why? You know what else I got to get on a soundboard? I have a list of things I want to put on a soundboard when I get around to buying one. Anyway, that's for another episode. I'll tell you the other things I want to get on a soundboard. Uh, you know what? I'll show you one other thing I want to get on a soundboard. Okay, most of you guys who watch me probably know who Greg Locke is, especially since I've talked about him recently. Um, just listen to this clip from him. This is from 2021. It's from mid-September 2021. I'm dumbing a box of rocks in a lot of areas. That's what I want on, on, the, uh, on my soundboard when I get one. Facebook just makes people think I'm smart. I might add that on to the end. Anyway, we're, we're, not, we're not here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about soundboards. So it's pretty clear that Candace Taylor is endorsing the Flat Earth conspiracy, right? Well, just like, what? so this is late May and then early June, like a couple weeks later, basically. She comes out here and says, oh, you guys are dumb. I never endorsed the flat earth conspiracy theory. I've never said the earth was flat. I've never said that I was a flat earther. Never, ever, ever have I said that. For the record, just to bring it back, you know, do a circle here. Datu's defending these guys on screen here, these 19 fine-looking guys, gals, and non-binary pals on screen. That's who's defending them. You know, Trump, Giuliani, uh, Mark Meadows, uh, Sidney Powell, and all these other people who actually committed conspiracy to commit election fraud, basically. So, class act you got in your corner there, Trump. 
You know, let me know what you think about it in the comments. These people are absurd on so many levels. I don't even know where to start with them. Next, we're going to talk about Trump prophet Amanda Grace giving a bizarre prayer at the Reawaken America tour in Sin City, Las Vegas. We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description. There's wickedness attempting to completely cover this nation in perversion and seductive, seducing spirits. I have never seen more images of more mermaids and water people in my life. Okay, you guys may remember this woman. I talked about her fairly recently, and it was an extremely popular video. Her name is Amanda Grace, and she talked about mermaid people and seductive, seducing spirits and all kinds of other nonsense like that. Well, she's got some more stuff going on right now, if you can believe it. This was originally, like the video that we just listened to, was from mid-May 2023, is from the Reawaken America tour. And it's a conference that goes around the country from city to city to city, hosting a bunch of nutcases who claim to be prophets for Donald Trump and all kinds of stuff, like Julie Green and Greg Locke and just, oh my God, dude. It, it, it gets crazy, needless to say. I mean, we're listening to it get crazy here. Anyway, let's just listen to the rest of this video, and then we're going to talk about some of the, the newer ones that came out. Check this one out. There's wickedness attempting to completely cover this nation in perversion and seductive, seducing spirits. I have never seen more images of more mermaids and water people in my life. And, of course, she's like a prophet of God. So God is giving her these messages or, or visions or whatever of mermaid people. Okay. She's not a nobody, people, okay? She's she's well-known. The fact that she's on the Reawaken America tour should tell you how high up she is. Jim Brewer of Saturday Night Live did a set on this thing, on uh, this Reawaken America tour. Jim Brewer of Saturday Night Live, Goat Boy. I mean, th there have been a ton of extremely well-known people. Hell, Eric Trump and Donald Trump Jr. made an appearance on this at one point. And I think Donald Trump himself appeared on here. She's sharing a stage with these people, okay? And these apparently seductive, seducing spirits also. That's a division in the kingdom of darkness and they're highly technologically advanced. These mermaid people, of course. And we have to understand what we're dealing with. Okay, lay it on me. Tell me what we're dealing with so I can deal with it too. And we have to understand the rules of engagement in spiritual warfare. And we are meant for hand-to-hand -hand combat. Hand-to-hand -hand combat, okay. And we are meant to bring our cries before the throne of God to bring judgment on the rulers of darkness of this world and of this nation. Because the rulers have set up a throne in this nation. They've set it up. Darkness has completely covered and eclipsed the White House of this nation. Dude, what is happening right now? I, you have no idea how completely lost I am. She's talking about seductive, seducing spirits and mermaid people and hand-to-hand -hand combat and all this other nonsense. Oh, my God, dude. Well, anyways, that was a video that I talked about before. She's at it again, people. She's at it again, for real. Early June 2023, she decided to host a prayer at this Reawaken America event. Give this a listen. Give this a listen. Take the shield of faith and use it to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Shield of faith, 
Quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Okay, go on. Let her cook. Let her cook. Father, we rebuke every plot scheme, contract, assignment, weaponry, blueprint, attack, and strategy that the enemy, satanic agents, dark forces, unclean spirits, and weak willing hosts would attempt to execute and carry out. Does she believe she's under attack? Are they in the room with us right now, Amanda? This is insane. Is it just me? This woman needs help desperately. Let it be nullified, destroyed, dismantled, their communication lines disrupted and bound and cast back to the pits and the dry places, Lord, from which they came from, to be bound there in the name of Jesus. Okay, you can just say from which they came, if you want. Like, that would be a more appropriate way of saying that. This is bizarre, dude. What the hell do you, like, how do you get into this headspace? Is she just, like, throwing out whatever words come to her right now? Is that what's happening? And claiming that it's, like, a message from God? Nonsensical words about hand-to-hand -hand combat and mermaid people and stuff. This is nuts, dude. This is absolutely nuts. In the name of Jesus Christ and not return or have anything sent in its place, Lord. Father, we ask once again in the name of Jesus Christ, you would loose dispatch and send your holy warring angels of all rankings and divisions and heavenly hosts to surround this area, Father. Oh, she's asking for angels, you know. Usually when I pause right in the middle of something, I try to like back it up so we can get like the beginning of the, the last sentence or the end of the previous one or whatever. But I feel like in a situation like this, literally none of it makes any sense. So it's like, what am I even gaining by backing it up? You know, God, it's crazy. All right, let's back it up anyways. So she's asking for angels. I've made that much sense of it. She's asking for God to send angels to protect them. Holy warring angels of all rankings and divisions and heavenly hosts to surround this area, Father God, that any disruption, Father God, will be dismantled and stopped and blocked before it ever comes near here. Oh, God, I, I so want a baby to start crying right now. God, I would pay to have a baby cry right now. You know, just complete silence. Damn, I was hoping for that baby. There's got to be a baby there somewhere, right? Where the hell are all the babies when you need them? Father, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ you would station these warring angels at the four corners of this property, Father God, that the skies and the land would be protected, that you would protect your people in here, Father God, as you mightily go forth and have your way today. You are the author and finisher of our faith. We say today, Hashivenu Adonai, which means come to us, Lord. Dude, it's like, it's like they're kind of mixing Christianity with Judaism. It's bizarre. And who the hell is this guy on the right? The, I know what he's holding here. It's called a shofar. It's commonly used in Jewish religious rites and religious practices, things like that. The far-right extremist evangelical nutcase types have picked up a use of the shofar, but they don't seem to be very good at it yet. Because she tries to give it a... Sh she tries to give it a shot. Just listen. It's just a ram's horn, you know. And she's just, like, really bad at it. This is funny. Oh, she's terrible. I love it. Wait, wait. What, what was that? You'll be the only one the Lord allows me to blow today? Is that what she said? 
Oh, it'll be the only shofar the the Lord allows her to blow today. Okay, go on. There's a your mom joke in here somewhere. Somebody finish that for me. There you go. She barely got it. Yeah, maybe you should have practiced first. Exactly. Dr. Hayes is right here. Maybe you should have practiced that. Maybe you should have practiced the uh, the shofar before standing in front of thousands, literally thousands of people trying it. Although I'm actually sitting in front of thousands of people right now. In fact, I'm probably sitting and talking to more people right now than she was on stage. Although you guys are online. There's a smaller investment. The people that she's talking to had to buy a ticket and everything. So that's a little bit different. But yeah, kind of interesting to think about, right? Real Pumpkin J, the shofar is used for Rosh Hashanah, Jewish New Year, and Yom Kippur. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There's a very large Jewish community in New York City where I live. And uh, in my area, it's somewhere around 52 to 60% Jewish or something like that. Very Jewish neighborhood. So all of the schools in all of Manhattan, in fact, to my knowledge, maybe all of New York City, get Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur off. I think they get both of those days off. I don't remember now. They get at least one of them off, minimum. And I know I've got a, uh, I know I probably got a Jewish guy in the chat who's going to give me some information here on what's happening. What drugs is she on and where can I get some? That's a good question, Daniel Carter. I... Would love to have the same question answered myself. When I find out, I will let you know. In all seriousness, don't do drugs, kids. Not glorifying uh, drugs. Not cool. Not good. Don't do them. Nice. Probably, uh, possibly Yom Kippur because it's way more into, just way intense. Yeah, definitely get Yom Kippur off. And I understand the proper pronunciation is actually Yom Kippur. It just kind of depends on who you're talking to. If you're talking to somebody who has like a Yiddish accent, then they're probably going to pronounce it Yom Kippur. I think I heard somewhere New York has the largest Jewish population in all of North America. Not only that, Dr. Hayes, New York City, the five boroughs, in fact, Manhattan, I think maybe just Manhattan, but Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, the Bronx, those five boroughs, those five areas there, New York City has the largest Jewish population in the world outside of Israel itself. I think that's pretty interesting. I used to do drugs, still do. I used to too, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's continue. So anyways, I guess she succeeded in blowing that shofar. She really blew that puppy. Good for her. She got it. That's what I like to see. I'm glad, glad to see her succeed in that. Okay. She's getting claps for it, too. Yeah, maybe practice next time, uh, Amanda. I just want to show you who Amanda Grace is, if you're unfamiliar. The, I got a couple of classics that I want you to see here. So this one is May 25th, 2021. That's when this came out, late May 2021. And you know what? Just give it a listen. I don't think it needs any lead up. What happens with this horse follows suit with what happened in November with the election. Those handling this horse cheated. So she's talking about a horse race if you're unfamiliar she watches horse racing and she says the horse that she really liked presumably the one she's betting on i don't know if she's a betting person lost and in the same way that that horse lost donald trump lost and there's like a mirror thing happening here right the horse lost trump lost 
to win a race they were not favored to win. Wow. So what happens is... And this dude's like, wow. You hear him? Wow. The officials say we have to launch an investigation, which is exactly what's going on now in this country. And while they're investigating, the trainer, Bob Baffert, who is a legend in racing. for Talking about the, the horse trainer? Okay. Training. He's claiming he did nothing wrong. This is unfair. This horse won fair and square. Okay, if somebody says that, I'm I am automatically super suspicious of them at that point. I'm sorry, man. This is unfair. I know what I'm doing. I, I won fair and square. Yeah, I, I I've heard that enough times from losers to know that it you know you should probably be a little uh, suspicious when you hear it. They allow the horse to race in the Preakness while the investigation is continuing. At the last stretch of this race, normally what happens is jockeys will conserve the horse's energy. And at the final stretch to the finish line, they let the horse go into a full-blown canter and run as fast as it can. Wow, she knows a lot about horse racing. I had no idea. I know in West Virginia, I think West Virginia where or near where I lived was one of the last dog tracks like left in the country or something. I think dog racing is like outlawed now, isn't it? Yeah, so the only states that still allow greyhound racing and have active tracks are Alabama, Arkansas, Iowa, Texas, and West Virginia. Yep. So I knew a bunch of people who used to go to the dog track. Interestingly enough, the people I knew that went to the dog track were addicts. It obviously wasn't just drugs they were addicted to. It was gambling, too. They were addicted to all kinds of things, even though I can't imagine they won anything. I'm sure they lost more than they won in that whole equation. But, yeah, really sad stuff, man. At the last stretch of this race, a German-named horse by the name of Rombauer literally smokes Medina Spirit, snatches the victory from this horse, ending Medina Spirit's run. Okay, a German horse. Remember, she she considers herself a prophet of God. From God's lips to your ears, she is communicating God's thoughts and interests and vision for you to hear. She's a prophet of God, and she's laying down a prophecy for us right now. So she says... There's a horse race where a German horse won, right? And no one expected the German horse to win. Okay, go on. From this horse, ending Medina Spirit's run, who else do we know is of German descent? Donald Trump. Get help, okay? Get help. You are reading into a horse race and comparing it to the election? Really? These people are unglued from reality i don't know how else to put it here's another classic right here mid-may 2021 it's good to see trump struggling with the lord because it's gonna so uh trump had already lost the election it was clear that biden was going to be or biden was already inaugurated it was clear that trump was not going to be inaugurated and interestingly enough this is after march 4th which was a, there was a QAnon belief around that time that Trump was going to be inaugurated on March 4th secretly and he was going to kick Biden out of the White House and blah, 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 whatever. So this takes place after March 4th, this conversation here. And they're trying to explain away why Donald Trump lost the 2020 election, despite the fact that on this very show, they had like 15 or 16 or something 
people prophesying that Donald Trump was going to be the president, prophesying it from God to you. Donald Trump's going to be president in 2021. God always wins. Growth in the middle of this. That's what it's about. That's why he's in a way hidden away as well, because the Lord is dealing with this, these things and he's, and he's working this out with, with president Trump right now and dealing with it. And president Trump, um, is in a way being afforded the private time to deal with this with the Lord. Okay, so God allowed Trump to lose the election so that he could have some private time with him. Is that what you're telling me? Why didn't God just call Trump up to heaven and, and sit him down within a split second? You know, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. He could have had Trump up there for a thousand years and then placed him right back down on earth the next day and taught him everything he knew or everything he needed to know or whatever. Why did he make him lose the election to teach him this stuff? What? This makes zero sense. God, these Trump prophets come up with the most bizarre conspiracy theories. To deal with this with the Lord. And for the Lord to really reveal himself to President Trump, where he's not being, in a way, perhaps so distracted and pulled in a million directions right now. Maybe it's a little less right now. So he's got a little more time to think with the Lord and say these things and ask questions and, you know, go out and scream in a field. You know what I mean? There you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know what you mean. Why does it if he's like anointed and he's he's a special messiah, which, by the way, these people believe he's the messiah. Donald Trump is. Then why doesn't God just call him up and uh, sit down with him and teach him everything he needs to know? I don't understand what's going on here. This makes no sense. These people are absolutely unglued from reality. I'm convinced of it. And I don't think that there's a single thing that convinced me otherwise, especially when you hear things like this right here. There's wickedness attempting to completely cover this nation in perversion and seductive, seducing spirits. I have never seen more images of more mermaids and water people in my life. I don't know, man. This seems to be the... I mean, this woman is at the top of the field when it comes to right-wing evangelical thought leaders. It, it doesn't really get much higher up than her. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. I'm just, like confused by all of this i have no clue what she's talking about but i it's deeply entertaining to me anyway next we're going to talk about trump pastor johnny enlow's absolute inability to realize that trump was a con man all along dude got suckered and refuses to accept it we'll be right back don't forget to check out my patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored ad-free complete videos all links are in the description Jesus certainly wasn't a pacifist. And if you go to the book of Revelation and you really get to know who the Lord is, uh, he's definitely not an anti-war pacifist at all. Are we talking about the same Jesus? What are you talking about? Jesus wasn't a pacifist? What? We have a video coming out on um, uh, my Owen Morgan Telltale YouTube channel about the book of Revelation, what it meant, what it actually meant. But let me just tell you what it meant. Some translations of the book of Revelation translated the number of the beast as 666. Others translated it as 616. It's just different manuscripts. Now, the reason for that is because 
The book of Revelation was written as a certain genre. You know, today we have uh, sci-fi or fantasy or romance or comedy or whatever. Back then they had apocalyptic genre. And they used to write an apocalyptic genre to avoid the consequences of criticizing people who would do something about it if they didn't want to be criticized, you know. For example, Nero, a.k.a. Caesar Neron, I believe was his name. Let me just double check that. Yeah, he was the Roman emperor. His name was Caesar Neron. Nero, Claudius, Caesar, Augustus, Germanicus. Uh, wow, that's one hell of a name. Anyways, he's got a whole bunch of stuff. He's well known for uh, persecuting Christians of the time. And the book of Revelation was written in apocalyptic genre as a way to criticize Nero for what he was doing to Christians without actually naming him. So the people of the time, the, the, you know, the writer of the book of Revelation, did a little gematria. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's this thing where you take the first letter and it, it equals one, second letter equals two, third letter equals three. So you, in the Greek alphabet, for example, you got alpha, beta, gamma. I don't remember the order, but that's one, two, three, all the way down the line, right? Well, with a gamatria, you take all of the letters and you add them up and you get a final number. Now, if you do that with the name of Caesar, you get 666, interestingly enough, if you do it with the Greek letters. If you do that with Neron, his full name, Caesar Neron, you get 666. If you do it with his nickname, Nero, you get 616. And that is why we ended up with two different numbers that were considered to be marks of the beast. The book of Revelation was about Nero persecuting Christians. It was never about Jesus. It was never about the, you know, the eternal serpent that was throwing a wormwood and Armageddon, blah, 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 all that other stuff. It was never about any of that. It was about the fact that Christians are being persecuted by Nero in that time, in that moment. That's why it was written. And it shouldn't have made the cut to get into the Bible. As a matter of fact, it almost didn't. But I think the Catholic Church eventually chose to put the book of Revelation into the Bible, despite the fact that it's it really doesn't belong. So anyways, any mention of Jesus in the book of Revelation is very obviously going to have him being aggressive, a character trait that he didn't display in any way in the earliest writings that we have of him. He was a super peaceful dude all the way through. They probably portrayed him as being violent, if it even did, in the book of Revelation. Because he was protecting his people, the Christians. He wanted to protect them, you know. It's all part of the apocalyptic story that was being told. But you get people like Johnny Enlow and left, QAnon conspiracy theorists, famed QAnon conspiracy theorists, one of the highest up that you can find, and Henry and Amanda Hastings on the right here. You get people like this coming up with justifications and explanations and reasoning for why they believe that Jesus b wanted more violence rather than being peaceful as he actually was in the gospel accounts. Jesus certainly wasn't a pacifist. Yes, he was. And if you go to the book of Revelation and you really get to know who the Lord is, uh, he's definitely not an anti-war pacifist. Yes, he is. He's, he's cherry-picking examples in the Bible of places where he believes that Jesus was 
more violent than he actually was. The book of Revelation was never intended, really, to be a religious text. It was only ever intended to be a defense of Christians who were being persecuted at the time by Nero. That's all. But okay, find your cherry-picked reasons for thinking Jesus was violent, I suppose. And, and you got Johnny Enlow over here smiling, just cheesing away. Biggest smile you can fit on that, that face. Get to know who the Lord is. Uh, he's definitely not an anti-war pacifist at all. He, he is, actually. He's an extremely anti-war pacifist. Jesus was in, in the gospel accounts. And Johnny Enlow knows that. But like I said, they'll look for any reason they can find to turn Jesus into whatever they want him to be in that moment. They want him to be a pacifist. They'll find the verses that portray him that way. They want him to be this warmonger. They'll find the verses for it. That wasn't the only part of the conversation. Let's listen to the entire conversation that they had together. Jesus certainly wasn't a pacifist. Yes, he was. And if you go to the book of Revelation and you really get to know who the Lord is. That is not how you get to know the Lord. He's definitely not an anti-war pacifist. Yes, he is. At all. And if you want to go to the Old Covenant and see how men moved and operated and things, there were definite enemies. I mean, there were... Wait, why would the Old Covenant? So I assume he's talking about like the Old Testament. Is that what he means? The Old Testament? I assume that's what he's talking about when he says Old Covenant. Yeah, the Old Testament was like violent and ugly and disturbing and horrific. And there was a ton of genocide in there. Like, do you really want to repeat any of that? Go on. There were definite enemies. I mean, there were ites in the land, which Johnny refers to, and, and there were Philistines in the land. And yeah, he is talking about the Old Testament. And yeah, God committed some genocides on some people. Absolutely. You know, they were people and they were enemies. And men had to go up when freedom was threatened by them and to overtake and destroy those who would threaten freedom. When we have elections where people have not... Oh boy, this dude's tying it back to uh, modern day. So he's saying in the Old Testament, if something they loved was threatened, they would bash its head in with a rock, basically, is what he's describing, right? Now, when we have elections, he says, okay, go on have elections where people have not been legally or lawfully elected. Okay, well, Biden was legally and lawfully elected, but go on. Legally or lawfully elected, we have domestic enemies in office, and our Constitution gives us the authority to remove them. And so this is an amazing time, and we are coming to that Valley of Elah where David had to take those five stones. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know as we walk by the Spirit and we're sensitive to the Spirit's leads in this country, that there, there is, we're heading to a natural, a concord in the natural, just like there was a Lexington and Concord in the American Revolution. Okay, so basically what he's saying, holy Christ on a cracker. He's basically saying he believes that he has complete justification according to the Bible and the, the U.S. Constitution to do something about Biden. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He believes that everybody should get together and do something about it. Now, I, there's no chance of 
anybody getting anywhere near Biden, I don't believe. I'm sure plenty of Trump nutcases have already tried and failed miserably every single time. But he's riling up a group of people right now. This Henry Hastings, I don't actually know this guy, but he has an audience. Johnny Enlow certainly has an audience of hundreds of thousands, nay, millions maybe. He's got a mega church, and he's talking to Henry Hastings, who is endorsing violence against who he believes to be his political and thus seemingly religious enemies. This is insane. You want to talk about insane, though. If you don't know Johnny Enlow, boy, let me introduce you to this guy. This is from August 21st, I believe, late August 2023. And uh, they have the mother of all complaints here. They feel like they're being targeted and taken advantage of here, and they're just upset. So let's listen to their complaints here. This is uh, Johnny Enlow on the right, QAnon extremist, believer that Trump is like uh, the Messiah. And then we've got Steve Schultz on the left, who runs this pretty big platform, really big, actually, as big as mine, at least, bigger even. I think he had 600,000 subbies at one point. Steve Schultz did. And he gets people on like Johnny Enlow all the time to talk about, you know, to prophesy, quote unquote, Amanda Gray's, Hank Kuhneman. I think he's even had uh, Kenneth Copeland on. He's certainly had Eric Trump on a couple of times, I think. So anyways, listen to what they have to say here. This is uh, late August 2023. And, and you know, that the thing that one of the things that was interesting is when we got blasted out and or cut off whatever words you use and we lost 600,000 you re right so he was on YouTube he had a YouTube channel with apparent according to him 600,000 subbies I'm I you know I can't verify that I don't remember and, or cut off whatever words you use and we lost 600,000 you re I would just call it banned realize that they lost probably the same amount that YouTube probably lost 600 or if it wasn't 600,000 they lost 400,000. They were more than willing to. Well, that's interesting that he, that he brings that up. You know, being a YouTuber myself, I know a little bit about how this stuff works. And I can tell you that uh, those 600,000 subscribers that you had there, they were not on YouTube solely to watch you. And when you left the platform, they didn't leave with you. There's something called the attention economy. Their attention was drawn to something new. Something different. These people were probably, I'd be willing to bet, removed from YouTube for saying some absolutely psychotic shit, dude. These people are, are unglued from reality. Hang on, let me find something really crazy from these guys. All right, I was looking for some example of Johnny Enlow saying something really, really crazy or Steve Schultz or something, but you know what? I will take Johnny Enlow being berated mercilessly by Michael Flynn for talking about QAnon. You were essentially revealed to us by Q, trust the plan, patriots in control. It was over before it began. There was continued references to you. Who knows where the, uh, the bodies are buried? This is, these are all quotes from QAnon. Uh, and then what I do hear from you is no one's coming to rescue you. If anything, I, I'd even written in my notes, if anything, a denial that there is Q and all. And I'm fine. We don't even, I don't want you to, that's not the question. Uh, you can I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if we're live. Are we live? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're live. live. Yeah, we're live. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just tell you, I have, I have you know, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I know what this whole Q thing is. I think it's just just sheer nonsense. Okay. Well, that's, it, do, that's... It, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. I mean, I, you know, you see all the, the, 
the idiocy all over the internet and these people that think that there's some white knight coming there's no uh, that's kind of sad i mean i i don't take pleasure in anybody berating anybody else i mean he just called him an idiot basically right he he called johnny enlow an idiot for being a QAnoner. but johnny enlow said some really crazy stuff on this show oh my god oh here's a good one here's a good one this one is from uh what 2022 this is august late august 2022 check this one out there's already been a decertification there is an understanding a decertifying of the 2020 election i tell you one now so two and a half years later remember biden was inaugurated january 20th 2020 this clip came out late august 2022 okay two and a half years later i mean we are like way past that at this point and this dude still believes this nonsense 100 percent it has happened wow. in, in wow. heaven Go, and i'm saying as well from the very beginning people keep asking when trump's coming back and i said he's not coming back he never left he has been <laughs> yeah. president. he has not stopped being president he is legally the president of the united states of america he is spiritually authorized from heaven to be so which is the bigger deal and so there is uh, that's there's going to be proof of that great any minute now right any five minutes let's see how far past this are we pretty far and we're not seeing any evidence of what he's saying not a lick of evidence you want the proof of it there is yes i do yes that's all i need you got a believer in me if you just show me the proof I just need evidence. That's there's going to be proof of that. You want the proof of it? There is strategy and optics why he's not in the seat where actor Biden is. Actor Biden. And I will say again, that's not the real Biden. And and so that's for another conversation. Oh boy, uh, let's have that conversation now. Sadly, he didn't have that conversation now he believes biden's a clone that's the bottom line i'm just trying to show you some of the conspiracy theories that this guy likes to engage in i mean he's done a ton of like super bowl election conspiracies claimed to have watched like the playoffs or you know his his uh state college football games and claimed that god was sending him secret messages through those i mean there's a ton of stuff from this guy he's got all kinds of crazy stuff I mean, we're setting aside the clip that I watched not too long ago in another video. Most, you know, the last video I did on Enlo, where in 2019, he said God is just going to, re you know, he's going to reinstate Trump as president in 2020. We don't even have to go out and vote. He's just going to be the president. So stay home if you want. Doesn't matter. Takes an apple bag on somebody to say something like that, right? Remember me saying that before. The 624, the Roe v. Wade day is also was a real spiritual day for oh, yeah. St. Lucifer and 666, because 06 is six total, 24 is a six total, and the 2022 is six total, and so everything. So June 6th, 2022, and he somehow worked that number to be 666, because June 6th, 66, and then you take the three twos, and add them together to get six sheer unadulterated insanity thing about that is speaking to what our god is doing anyways yeah so that's johnny enlow if you are unfamiliar and these guys are saying like steve schultz and johnny enlow right now they're 
he he should really have a mustache and a beard. It just does not look right if he doesn't. There's something not right here. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, he's just one of those people you can you look at him and you can tell a beard and mustache belong on his face, and the fact that it isn't there is wrong. I don't know that I've even seen the dude with the beard and mustache. I just know it's wrong he doesn't have it. That's neither here nor there. So these people are saying the 600,000 supposed YouTube whatever, like uh, subbies that they had, were only on the platform for them. And when YouTube removed them, just like that, those 600,000 people disappeared from YouTube permanently. Okay, go on. And you know, that the thing that one of the things that was interesting is when we got blasted out and or cut off, whatever words you use, and we lost 600,000, you realize that they lost probably the same amount. The YouTube probably lost 600, or if it wasn't 600,000, they lost 400,000. They Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm confused. Is 600,000 how much money you made on YouTube? Or is it the number of subbies that you had? I I'm really not understanding what he's talking about here because the number of subbies does not represent how much money you have made or that you make or whatever. It has nothing to do with it. They're those two things are literally unconnected in every way. I have no clue what, what this dude's talking about. Is he saying that he made $600,000 from YouTube? Does he think that money just disappeared from YouTube's um, pocket once he left the platform? YouTube probably lost 600 or if it wasn't 600,000, they lost 400,000. They were more than willing to lose, uh, especially over a number of years, millions and millions of dollars over a number of years. I got some bad news for you there, bud. When you were banned from YouTube, all of your viewers went somewhere else on YouTube. They continued watching. YouTube continued making that money. It's just that you weren't the one making any money. See how that works? That's why YouTube doesn't care if they ban somebody or not. Of course, they don't want to ban people all willy-nilly and for no reason. That would be really, really bad for their image and for a whole bunch of stuff. Their, you know, their economic growth and everything else. But uh, banning people who claim some of the crazy stuff we've heard Johnny Enlil claim. Yeah, I don't blame YouTube at all. You know why? If YouTube didn't ban people who say some of the stuff we've heard these people say, I'm going to pull something else up and show you. Their advertisers wouldn't want anything to do with them. YouTube's advertisers would, would dry up like that. And finding advertisers in the first place for social media networks is difficult. It's a challenge. Especially building trust with those advertisers is a challenge. It's something that Twitter worked to establish, that trust, with advertisers for years, nay, decades even. And Elon Musk comes in, unbans everybody, throws a wrench into everything and says, fuck it all, I don't even care, and that's it. Half the advertisers or more, three quarters of the advertisers disappeared overnight. Nobody wants anything to do with that. People left the platform like mad. Now it's called x.com. It's really sad. It was a cultural touchstone. Anyways, the point is, if YouTube didn't get rid of these guys, we might have ended up with, you know, there would be fewer advertisers on YouTube. That's really the issue here. That's what YouTube really cares about, the advertisers. They don't care about your ass, especially when you say absolutely unhinged shit like this right here. This is Johnny Enlow talking about a message God gave him, a vision he got from God in 2019, early December 2019. He is going to save you from things you don't know you need to be saved from yet. Talking about Donald Trump. 
And then the Lord progressively began to speak regarding that. And he said, this time in the presidency is going to be a hinge of the ages. And he knows So we're going to go from B.C., before Christ, and A.D., Anno Domini, or after death, year of our Lord, whatever you want to call it. A Jesus-based system is the bottom line. We're going to go from a Jesus-based system to a Trump-based system. This is the insane shit these people said. As before Trump and after Trump, because of the way I'm going to use him. I'm using wow. him as a Trump card, but I'm the Trump card player. Really? We're going from B.C. and A.D., a Jesus-based system, to B.T. and A.T. That's how important Trump is, apparently, in this dude's head. And so your nation will be known as before Trump and after Trump. And he said, the nations will be known as before Trump, after Trump. And the Lord, it was like, he said, I'm really not interested in your all's vote this time. I'm doing it. I usually give you all that option. This time, I'm not. This is a rescue operation from heaven. This is this is a, a, a moment of the ages. This will go down. This time period will go down as a before and after A.D., you know, a, a, but B.C., A.D., depending on what terminology you use now. So he's saying that they're switching to a Trump-based system. He's conflating Donald Trump with Jesus. He's comparing the two. He's saying Trump is just as important as Jesus was. And as a matter of fact, I happen to know that this guy believes that Jesus was, I'm sorry, that Trump is the Messiah. And he spouts off all kinds of election conspiracies, like constantly. So it does not surprise me that YouTube, you know, 86 them, got rid of them, didn't want anything to do with that because they were bad for advertising. They looked terrible. They were lying on camera nonstop, saying absolutely unhinged shit nonstop. I mean, the stuff that really got him was probably the QAnon stuff, I would say. YouTube did not take kindly to QAnon conspiracy theories for a long, long time. The point is, these people think way too much of themselves, okay? It was a business decision. Simple as that. So what do they say it was if it wasn't a business decision? More than willing to lose, uh, especially over a number of years, millions and millions of dollars over a number of years, rather than us say something that they didn't want us to say. That tells you it's... It wasn't about something, you know, they didn't want you to say. It's an, it's stuff that you were saying that was not advertiser-friendly, first of all. You were dragging the platform down. You were making it a more scummy place to be, a more shithole place to be, if you will. I don't know how else to say it. And people didn't want that. YouTube didn't want that, and it's their platform advertisers didn't want that. And ultimately, YouTube answers to the advertisers. They're the boss. So YouTube regulated who was allowed to talk about this stuff and that stuff and whatever else. You know, I feel like maybe we should be a little bit more open. We should be allowed to say a little more than we are, you know, say right now on social media networks. But they're private companies. What are you going to do, man? There is uh, an opening right now and where a vacuum, if you will, where x or twitter used to exist and no longer exists in that hole twitter fell apart people didn't want anything to do with it anymore they're leaving it like mad and now there's a vacuum a, like a, a vacuum that could be filled by anybody threads is trying to fill it blue sky is trying to fill it ton of companies that are stepping in and making better versions of twitter Elon Musk lit $43 billion on fire, basically. Anyway, the point is private companies can make decisions 
for their own companies. That's just what it is. I don't like what Elon Musk did to Twitter. You don't like what YouTube is doing for their advertisers. That's just what it is, man. I'm sorry. Then I say something that they didn't want us to say. That tells you it's, YouTube was never a business. They were a deep state operation. Otherwise oh, so now it's a conspiracy theory. Okay. It, they can't just leave it at, I disagree with this decision. It has to turn into this big grand conspiracy where they're setting everything up to blah, 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 whatever, to try to stifle their speech and hide what they're saying. It's absurd, honestly. And did you notice that these people are still on Facebook? Like right now, the Elijah List is on Facebook. And of course, they have their own website, ElijahList.com. Facebook never removed them. They just miffed YouTube did, I guess. They would have never made themselves lose, you know, millions no. of dollars over time. So it was a... YouTube didn't lose all that money over time. YouTube was still making money from all of those viewers. They just weren't viewing your stuff. That's the difference. Very instructive to right. me because I go, oh, this wasn't about business at all, was it? You know. Yes, it was about business. That's exactly what it was about. How did you arrive at conspiracy theory from that? This is how their brains work. I'm telling you, their brains automatically jump to conspiracy mode every time. It's always a conspiracy. There is no logical explanation for anything. It's always conspiracy. Anyway, these people are absurd on every level, but oh my God, dude, I love listening to their absurdity. It is so entertaining. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. That's all I've got for you. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, don't forget to check me out on Patreon and take a look at my YouTube channels. Owen Morgan, where I talk about religious issues. Telltale Fireside Chat, where I talk about politics. Telltale Unfiltered, where I do long-form breakdowns of stuff like this. And Telltale Reads, where I read books by televangelists and others. I release everything in parts, but every part stands independently of the last. So you can jump in anywhere and I'll make sure it makes sense. You can find some ad-free, uncensored, complete versions of all my videos on my website, owenmorgan.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for my email list to get early access to everything. All links are in the description. Okay, thanks for watching, guys.